Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. It's the Round Ball Rock Podcast, starring Dave Schilling, Wally Zerbiak, Tyrone Hill, Joey Devine, Chris Gatling, James Donaldson, Sean Keen, Jamal McGlure. B.J. Armstrong, musical guest, Smash Mouth, and now the temporary host of Round Ball Rock, Joey Devine. Hey guys, it's me, Joey Devine, your host. Oh wait, sorry, gotta do the things. I mean, hey, hi guys. Under baby. Uh, It's me, Joey Devine. (laughs) Under baby. Uh, it's lit, fam. <laughs> uh, and you know what's lit? The new year. Sean, yeah. how are you doing? This is our first real episode of 2018. Yeah, we did. How's uh, it been so far for you? Uh, you know, it's been all right. It's been all right. That's what I would say. You know. I eat. I I, eat. I wouldn't say the L or yeah. the R, but other than that, yeah. Um... There's been some some great NBA basketball, obviously. Every year is a uh, great year for basketball. After <laughs> after like 2006, I would say, whenever that Pistons team broke up, and uh, I would say that was good. Yeah, I would say that's fair. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I mean, I like a basketball game that is uh, more than double the score of a college game. I would say is generally. Uh, how I want my my NBA basketball to be. It doesn't seem like so much to ask with the eight extra minutes and the eight thousand percent increase in talent. But I don't know. Uh, yeah. Some people just love know, those... to watch the picket fence. Uh, some people love white dudes. 
I would say. Uh, those... That is the code for people who love college basketball. It's I love white guys. So shouts um... out to all our friends in Boston and Indianapolis. We love you guys. <laughs> um, Sean, did you know that there's an update in the woke off? The week in woke. Wokeness is not a competition. Except when it is. Oh, we have not had a woke off update in some time. The the David Fisdale Memorial woke off, I believe, yeah, officially I, named. It. I hesitate to even talk about it anymore now that David Fisdale, Bobby Portis, murdered David Fisdale. It was so um, messed up, <laughs> and the whole time he was like just talking about how much he liked the new tax plan. Like I didn't even know Bobby Portis was political <laughs> like that. Uh, but. I believe this is our first GM, correct? I believe that is the case. Um, yeah, I don't we, think you there's... know who's not in the woke off. <laughs> James... Daryl Morey. Oh, oh yeah. Well, wait. Daryl Morey is not in the woke off. No, no, no woke off for him. He gave eight thousand dollars to Mitt Romney. Oh, which didn't... anytime he quotes about a, he he <laughs> brags about a. Barack Obama coming to the uh, that nerd fest he has at mm-hmm. Harvard every year. Make sure to reply. Are you going to tell him uh, about that eight thousand dollars you gave to Mitt Romney in two thousand eight? Wow. <laughs> uh, and now he's a Bernie bro. Is that right? Did Daryl Morey donate? Oh, Mike D'Antoni. No, that's Mike D'Antoni. <laughs> well, that yeah. that look look props to Mike D'Antoni for being a. For being a Bernie bro. Yeah. And he yeah, he does not, as, as far as I know, he does not harass women online either. I believe that that is somewhat of a um, unfair he stereotype. Also, I believe he is the first Democratic Socialist in the NBA uh, coaching, right? At least coaching, for sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, uh, maybe, believe... <laughs> like, I bet Craig Hodges was a Democratic Socialist. Uh, yeah, um... I I would say Bill Walton in the 70s was probably a democratic socialist, right? Yes, yes. Possibly Maurice Lucas as well, based on the breaks of the game. (laughs) He was a little money-obsessed, but... uh, And Arvita Sabonis was still a member of the Communist Party until, like, 1998, so... I don't think Uh, that's true. Someone will have to ask Demotnitz. All right, but the woke-off. Masai Ujiri, Sean... Yes. Joined the woke off with now, this quote. He's fr- he's from we're, he, Africa. Yeah. <laughs> and he he works in Toronto, but I believe he's an American citizen. I also believe that. It does it doesn't uh, matter, but uh this quote's I'm going to look. Before I read this quote, I just want everyone to know uh I'm sorry for butchering the names of some of the places he says. Uh, this summer I went to Kigali and Nairobi and Lagos, and I went to Kampala and Abidjan and Dakar and Johannesburg, and I saw great cities and great people. And I went to visit the refugee camp in Dadaab, and I met good people and good families with plenty of hope. If those places are being referred to as shitholes, go visit those places and go meet those people. I don't think it's fair and I don't think it's what leadership can be. What sense of hope are we giving people if you are calling where they live and where they're from a shithole? 
I don't know what I don't know that just because someone lives in a hut that doesn't mean that isn't a good person that that person can't do better that person isn't capable of being great and just because it's a hut whatever that means doesn't mean it's not a home God doesn't put anyone someplace permanently I am a living testimony to that if I grew up in a shithole I am proud of my shithole That's great yeah, uh, uh, what was weird was he, he yelled, fuck Brooklyn, afterwards. Yeah, that's... <laughs> <laughs> Which, I mean... He was fired up, I guess. He was fired up. <laughs> uh, he's he's remarkably woke in general beyond this statement as well. Uh, he works with Basketball Without Borders. Uh, the Toronto Raptors hire way more women in leadership positions than any other NBA team. Um, so he's he's uh, he's intersectionally woke. I he's would say. dope as fuck. He's, he's also really he's, good at his job. Yeah, he's transcended wokeness and become dope as fuck. <laughs> yeah, he's actually leading the dope off as well, which. <laughs> Technically, Michael Beasley should be leading the dope off, but we, you know what I mean. Yeah, um, we, oh, we know. Super cool bees. <laughs> um, but yeah, good job, Messiah Ojiri. And you know what? I am, just for that and everything you just said about intersectionality and uh-huh. uh, all that, I'm going to declare him the leader of the woke off. I, right I think that's absolutely appropriate. I mean, he's second to Fizdale. Fizdale can't abdicate that throne until he's back in the NBA. But... Yeah, he needs to. He <laughs> needs to be back in the NBA and like maybe send a bad DM or something like that to be knocked yeah. off his perch. But it's named after the 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 trophy for the woke off is actually um, a statue of him standing with his wife uh, with a co- with a Confederate statue halfway to be pulled down. In the background. <laughs> um, all right, should we move on? Yeah, let's move Anything on. Anything you want to say about Masai? No, just guess. Actually, guess. there is one thing I want to say about Masai. Yeah, and that is the Toronto Raptors fucking rule. Um, they've been so rad this season. Jakob Pertl somehow is good. Well, who, I don't know, man. <laughs> I mean, who has a who has a like? Okay. The Toronto Raptors have the exact same record as the Houston Rockets, and they mm-hmm. have a better point differential. Yeah. So they would now. Be... Granted, they play in the East, and they've had way less injuries, but That's they true. have had in some injuries. Kyle Lowry's hurt right now, and they blew the Cavs out of the fucking water. Yeah, I mean they're they're eleven and six against the West, which is not too bad. Um, but yeah, they've got all these young dudes that I fucking love. Fred Van Vliet. Fleet? I love Fred Vliet. Uh, he's a shocker. <laughs> uh, Pascal Siakam. Uh-huh. Who, who dribbled around Kevin Love for, like, one of the <laughs> wide-openest dunks I've ever seen the other night. Oh, so tight. When they... Jakob Pertl. Woo! Yeah, they... I love OG. I love those young guys. Kind of hate their stars, but still <laughs> love, love I like... their role players. You and I, I mean... <laughs> I understand. I just love what Demar's doing this year. Yeah, he's still he's shooting thirty-seven percent from three. He was like the worst three-point shooter in NBA history. <laughs> we'll see what he does in the playoffs. Though, I'm just saying, I believe... dude, he... <laughs> dude is putting in the work. He and Kyle Lowry, 
I believe are uh, the worst field goal, have the worst field goal percentage <laughs> in NBA uh, playoff history or something. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, did you know we have reader mail? This is Round Ball Rock Reader Mail. Communications from listeners. Why do we call it reader mail? It is confusing for robots. Oh, wow. That's amazing. I know. And it's not from SF Jeff or Dubaru, so... What? I know. Look, man. We're coming up in the world. That's true. Dubaru <laughs> has been in touch. Shouts to Dubaru. Yeah. Shouts to Dubaru. Love, love old Dub. He was a little distressed by our Carl uh, Anthony Towns fiction segment. Yeah. Um, but you know what? Fair enough. <laughs> It was disturbing. It was weird. <laughs> and also, don't call that our segment. That was your segment. Right, look, fine, <laughs> fine. But uh, everybody at the Iowa Writers Workshop really liked it. So, yeah, you know, when me and Hannah Horvath uh, worked on that piece together, <laughs> really good. Uh, John Irving was really into the fact <laughs> that it was about a romance between a much older man and a much younger man. Yeah, All we, right. he, he insisted that we cut a wrestling scene. Yeah, but he was, was like, the only thing that would make this better if there was a, a bear on a unicycle. All right, weird John <laughs> Irving jokes. Okay. Um, but yeah, we, have a, we got two emails from Adam Torrey. Mm-hmm. We'll get to one later, but I'm going to read this one right now. Yeah. He says, quote, just got, uh, just got done listening to the Taken and Broken episode. I heard Corbin getting all negative about the intro again and got nervous you might consider dropping the SNL opening. Wanted to send this again to bolster your spirits and let you know I'm a big fan of the ghost of Don Pardo. I think this is hilarious. Keep it up. Thanks, y'all. Uh, and I just want to say, in your fucking face, Corbin. That's right, and on your fucking chilly foot. That's right. In, in <laughs> fact, uh, you know what I want to do right now? Mm-hmm. Ghost of Don Pardo, hit it. <laughs> it's the Round Ball Rock Reader Mail, starring Adam Tory, SF Jeff, musical guest. Dubaroo and the Long Beach Dubaroo All-Stars. And now, the second letter from Adam Tory later in the podcast. Um, Alright, so our second letter from Adam Tory uh, says, Long time what the fucker, first time contributor. Thank you, Adam. Uh, technically, you're now a two-time contributor. Uh <laughs> So I have a convoluted question-slash-thought exercise. It may be fun and a different take on all the forthcoming all-star selection takes, or it might not be fun at all. Enticed yet? And you know what I gotta say? Yes. Yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, <laughs> things that are potentially fun and maybe not fun at all is what Round Ball Rock is all yeah, about. Yeah, that's our wheelhouse, baby. Uh, hyperbole abounds when watching all-star caliber talent. Out of this world. Not human. Superhuman. Freak. Let's assume this to be true, and at the end of All-Star Weekend 2018, all of the players dematerialize and rejoin their spacecraft, or what have you. Hailbot Comet? Question mark? Obviously, <laughs> this greatly changes the talent pool in the league. No KD, no Braun, no Brow. 
first question. What 24 players do you have making the teams this year? So should we do that before we get to his second question? Um Well, let's let's ask his second Yeah, let's let's ask his second question and then go through them in order. Okay. Second question. Is the league even watchable anymore after our current NBA gods abandon us? If so, with the 2018 teams out of the picture, who makes the 2019 teams? Ooh. Who would emerge as the post-apocalyptic alpha dog? All right, Bill Simmons, slow it down a little <laughs> bit. <laughs> would this be like watching a Kings versus Hawks game every night, or am I underestimating the depth of the NBA? Hmm. Thanks, guys. Love the pod. Well. Okay, so first let's just go to who we have making the team this year before we get sure. into the all-star game rapture situation. <laughs> so uh, so the next year is the leftovers. Is, I do think that, yeah, go ahead. If, if Marv Albert gets uh, left behind, I mean, sorry, if Marv Albert gets ascended, uh-huh. which that would be crazy because of his you know, backbiting scenario. But yeah. just, to, uh, just, we have an excellent backup in Kevin Harlan because they're the same. That's true. Um, That's true. <laughs> Steve Albert and Kenny Albert, I'm going to, I don't think advance into leadership positions. Afterwards. Steve Albert, isn't that a jazz guy? Uh, um, <laughs> how many oh, Albert brothers Herb are Alpert. Uh oh also I think if everybody gets raptured, um Vlade Divac starts to lead a cult of executives who just stand at like courtside smoking cigarettes all game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a leftovers joke. I yeah. like it, Sean. <laughs> Thank I you. I like Thank it. You. <laughs> um all right, let's get let's get these twenty four raptured players out of the way. Okay. Ready? Okay. LeBron James. LeBron. Kevin Durant. Okay. Well let's go let's go. Let's do uh, a conference so we fill it out. Okay. LeBron James. LeBron James. Steph Curry. Well, let's do a conference so we get oh, 12 sorry, and 12. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. I thought I said Kevin Durant that okay. first time. <laughs> All right, so we'll do the West first. Kevin Durant. Okay, great. Steph Curry. Yes. Uh, um, Clay Thompson. Clay Thompson's going to make it, yes. James Harden. James Harden's going to make it, yeah. Uh... Chris Paul? I don't, I don't know if he's an all-star, he's man. He's been hurt, right? Too I much? Think, I think your guards, you got Steph, Harden, Westbrook, and Clay for sure. Mm-hmm. And I think I would take Dame ahead of Chris Paul this year. Mm. You think Dame's getting raptured? Well, if he, just, <laughs> if he makes the team. <laughs> well, he's, go- he's getting raptured, actually. Yeah. <laughs> The four-bar horsemen of the apocalypse are coming for him. All right. Yeah. Um. So I think that so that's that's four or five guard, five or six guards okay. we have there. Then let's go with Bigs. Uh, Durant, Davis. Anthony Durant. Davis, uh, Cousins, Draymond, Draymond. Yeah. I. You think Draymond's gonna make it? He's leading the fan vote right now. So well, he's third Jesus, in the fan that's vote, weird. but. Uh, but yeah, he's going to make the All-Star team. His numbers aren't superb. I think I think with the 
way the selection process goes and the players, I think he will make the team. Okay. Well, I mean, which which bigs are going to pass him? I would say Towns has a very good chance of making the All Star mm-hmm. team. Um, and then, oh, you know what? For the for the for the other guard, I think Jimmy Butler actually. Okay. So Jimmy Butler. All right. Then so your bigs. Mm-hmm. So Jimmy Butler instead of Dame. That's what I'm saying for our five okay, guards. So, all right. Uh, and then. Don't the Nuggets have to get one based on record? So doesn't Jokic go? I I mean, would you pick him as one of the bigs? Because you've got Durant, Davis, Draymond, Boogie, probably Towns. Would you take Jokic over Towns? I, I mean, just Denver's wonder, like the seventh seed. Yeah, I just wonder, are the T-Wolves getting two? I just I mean, don't I know why the, you would feel obligated to give the Denver Nuggets. Too. Yeah, and I don't know why you would be like, Denver Nuggets, you went 21-20 and 20 in the first half. You need to have an all-star. Think, I guess I I still always kind of think of it in baseball terms where it's like, well, a winning team's got to get an all-star, and then everyone else goes. Um, yeah. Um, but, yeah, they have the same record as the Pelicans. So Yeah. I don't know. Uh, I don't think Jokic is an all-star this year, no. Okay. So how many short God, are this we? Is... We should have written this down. Yeah, yeah. So We, we have... should have come out with this. Uh, we should have had this written down initially. So we have locked in four. Do you think Carl Anthony Towns? <sighs> okay. It's... He's a weird case because his team has been very good. Uh-huh. But everyone complains about him all the time. Yeah, although the the Wolves have been playing some serious D recently. Then, yeah, I say I say we'll give it to Towns. Okay. I mean, because, like, Gasol's not getting in. Yeah, so we have a guard spot and a big spot. Uh, choices include Paul George, Kawhi Leonard, uh, LaMarcus Aldridge, Jokic in the front court. Uh, I think LaMarcus is getting in. The Spurs don't have anybody. Okay, Lamarcus Aldridge, not Kawhi Leonard, because he's been hurt all. Kawhi's been hurt the whole yeah. season. Okay, okay, and then one more guard. Would you say? Would you sure. take Paul or Lillard, or Devin Booker, or Lonzo Ball? <laughs> um, I guess I'm taking. I guess I'm taking Lillard. Part of me just wants to take Dirk. Right. <laughs> Even though Dirk hasn't been super good this year, it's yeah. just like, you know, ceremonial. Yeah. Like, we know Marcus Gasol's not getting in. No, because he killed Ever his coach again. and his team sucks. Yeah, he's, it's over for him. He might as well just move back to Spain, in my opinion. <laughs> uh, what about Lou Williams for the last guard spot? It's not bad. He's killing it, dude. I'm picking Lou Williams for number two. Yeah. Okay. Stay I, home, I, I like CP3 that. and Lillard. <laughs> I mean, CP3, sweet though. Here's the thing about CP3. Uh-huh. He was so good when he played. Yeah. Well, I mean, it he just had de- that month where he only turned over, turned the ball over like four times. Well, I mean, if it matters that he played this year at all. Um, okay, fine, fine. Lou Williams, you're spared from the rapture. Chris Paul, you're number 12. <laughs> All right, now let's do the fucking East. The East, baby. 
LeBron. Yeah, LeBron. I'm going to say he makes it. <laughs> yeah, Giannis. Giannis. Embiid. Kristaps. Uh, Kristaps. Kyrie. Kyrie, for sure. Uh, Damar. Yeah. Oladipo. Yeah. <laughs> That's weird, right? Uh, it's funny. I'm going to say this right now. When I first read this email, I was like, yeah, of course there's 24 awesome dudes. And we're at seven and you have hit a fucking wall, haven't yeah. you? <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't, like, Ben, would Ben Simmons make the team? <laughs> Uh, well, he's not going to make this team. What but... Celtic besides Kyrie would you put on the team? Would you Horford. put Al Horford on? I guess. Yeah, Al Horford, number our eighth I... East All Star. <laughs> John Wall. John has John has John Wall been good this year? Beal's been better than him. So you're going to pick Bradley Beal, number nine. Yeah, I think so. Okay. I'm taking both Beal and Wall. I think. Okay. All right, that's fair. Fair. Um, Beal and Wall. <laughs> so we've got ten All Stars now. So we need two more. We need two more, and we've got. Uh, we have a fair number of guards. Right oh, now. Drummond. Okay. Um. All right, and there's got to be another. That's six bigs. We probably. What's want another one more East playoff team that we haven't picked a team from? A guy from. <laughs> Oh, oh, playoff teams in the East? Yeah. Well, we have two Raptors. We have two Celtics. We only have one guy from the Cavs, however. I mean, Kevin Love, Miami Heat are in fair. fourth place right now, and they do not have an all-star. Uh, that seems right, though. <laughs> you, don't want, you don't want Goron? Has Goron been that good? <laughs> I don't know who's been good for them, to be honest. <laughs> Like they're twenty four I mean, and seventeen because of like crazy defense, but I mean Whiteside uh only plays like twenty two minutes, but he puts up numbers. Yeah. But he's also Hassan Whiteside. Do you want him to be an all star? No. <laughs> Gorod's averaging seventeen and five. This is a tough <laughs> I'm not sure we're going to be able to make it through the second half of the question. <laughs> I'll be honest. All right. Because um, we're, we're like, uh, I mean, we have basically all the playoff teams represented except the Miami Heat. <laughs> and the 9 and 10 teams are also represented. But, yeah, we have two, two Wizard All-Stars, two Celtics All-Stars, and one spot remaining for I guess Dwight Howard. Kevin Love, right? <laughs> He'd be like fun. Kemba Walker. Yeah, but that their number, their team They're has been terrible. bad. But he's putting up numbers. <laughs> uh, what about Jason Tatum? He's been great. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Aaron Do the Gordon. Raptors get a third? Is Serge Ibaka? What are his numbers like? I don't think Serge Ibaka is. Uh... <laughs> it's weird because a lot of the guys who are leading the fan voting in the East just have not particularly been uh, playing. 
this year? Like, like Wade's pretty uh-huh. high in the voting. Isaiah well, that Thomas was going to be my high. question. Like, what about Dwayne Wade? He's been pretty good off the bench, right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the fans are actually picking very, very well, I would say. I think Kevin Love. I think Kevin Love should be our 12th man. I guess. He's so boring. <laughs> He's like he's like white street ball Paul. Yeah. Um, yeah. So the, not as good at everything else. So let me tell you, right now, if the voting ended right now, the fan vote has your Western Conference team as being Curry and Harden with a front court of KD, Draymond, and Anthony Davis, which is very similar to uh, what the Warriors roster will look like in two years. Uh, <laughs> Uh, in the East, it is a backcourt of Kyrie and DeMar, and then your front court is LeBron, Giannis, and uh, Joel Embiid. Okay. Which that I believe right. means um, Joel Embiid gets to have sex with Rihanna. Is that right? Is that the rules? <laughs> I think so. If the coaches come through and say it's okay. Uh, and the guys that are very close to to joining the top, Russell Westbrook, uh Boogie Cousins is not far behind Draymond Green. Paul George is not far behind him. And Kristaps could catch Embiid. I mean, I, does that mean we should have put Paul George on? Didn't we put Paul George? I guess we did. I don't think we did. God. <laughs> I so, think we put Jimmy Butler on over Paul George? Yeah, he should be on before Paul George. Jimmy Butler is, is way better than Paul George. Isn't that weird to think about? But also clearly true. <laughs> I don't know if that's true. He's definitely better. Um, look, in this rapture scenario, yeah. I will say there is a specific team that wins. Uh, uh who is that? The Utah Jazz have like four oh. all-stars. Oh right. <laughs> when you're like, yeah, I guess Rudy Gobert is gonna be the leading vote getter. Yeah, well and Rudy the... Gobert and Donovan Mitchell are the... like the two best players in the league. This is also like a Greg Popovich dream scenario where Kawhi doesn't get raptured and Marcus Aldrich not only disappears from the cap but from the planet. <laughs> Maybe Paul George should beat out LaMarcus Aldridge in this voting. But then the Spurs don't have an all-star. Do the Spurs have an all-star? Their record is really good. But that's not really how it works in the NBA. <laughs> I mean, I guess we didn't give the Heat an all-star. Right. The the Eastern Conference Spurs. Well, LaMarcus is averaging 22.6 and 8.6. He is shooting... A pretty good percentage. He's shooting. He's been almost really 50%, good. Shooting thirty-five percent from three. He's, uh, he's playing a lot of minutes for a spur. Thirty-four minutes a game, <laughs> and just he's got a lot of passion for the game, which you can't really. Yeah, he's uh, you know it's that Lamarcus Aldridge fire. You really can't. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> you know that love and passion for the game. When you just look at him, you're like, this is the guy I want. Well, who's who's our Let's look at who our PER leader is. How about that? I mean, that's... Sure. Like, look, John Hollinger. Here's who I want making the East team. Okay. Nikola Miritich. You want Miritich? (laughs) Give me Miritich, baby! (laughs) Fuck Kevin Love. (laughs) Uh, The highest PER guys that we did not put on our team are Clint Capella and Hassan Whiteside. 
And then David West is just ahead of Lamarcus at the twelve. He is a stupid stat. It's a man. pretty bad stat. <laughs> Look, it, I mean, it's it the a, stat it that really built the Grizzlies. <laughs> it was a really good stat, like before we had good stats. Yeah. But now it's honestly, know. I should come to the Wages of Wins blog and see who the true leaders are in win shares. No, that stat also sucks. A <laughs> <laughs> uh, win shares. That's uh, win shares are fine. Uh, I don't do you, really understand how it's calculated, but whatever. Do you know who has the top true shooting percentage in the NBA this season, Joey? Hmm. DeAndre Jordan? I'm going to give you a hint. He plays for the Toronto Raptors. Oh, DeMar DeRozan? That's not. Nope. Pascal Siakam? No. Uh, uh, Jonas Valanciunas? No. Uh, Norman Powell? Nope. <laughs> It is Lucas Nogueira. Oh, just oh. ahead of Steph Curry. Wow. Good third, for Bebe. Third place, Jordan Bell. Okay. All right. Um, well, let's try and run through this rapture scenario now that yeah. we have like some form of... Okay. So so your alpha dog is Kawhi Leonard and whatever. Kawhi Leonard is the best player in the NBA, and it's not very close. And so, like, what what happens when Kawhi Leonard is the best player in the NBA? Like, like, what does he do? Uh, viewership drops? Yeah. By, like, a lot? <laughs> do kids start getting cornrows again? Oh, I hope not. All right. So, but let's, all right. So, let's run through the West now. Okay. Kawhi Leonard. Kawhi Leonard. Damian Rudy Lillard. Gobert. Uh, Dame Lillard and C.J. McCollum. And C.J. McCollum. Oh, man, the Blazers are a goddamn powerhouse now. Um, (laughs) uh, Mark Gasol and Mike Conley. (laughs) Wow, congratulations, Mike Conley. You're no longer special. (laughs) Um... Donovan Mitchell? Are we putting is he good enough to I'm... put him here? I mean I think <laughs> I would put Manu on the team ahead of Donovan Mitchell, I think. Oh, I guess he's not gonna be playing next year. Right. That's why I hesitate to put Dirk on too. Well what about what about Blake? Oh Blake Blake's Griffin. on this team. Blake and DeAndre. DeAndre, they're both on the team. So the Clippers are really the, the Clippers <laughs> Blazers battling it out after the apocalypse. <laughs> I still think Kawhi Leonard and Pop beat them embarrassingly every time. (laughs) Uh, Does Mello make the team in the West? Because you know he's picking up that giant option. No. Uh, Andrew Andrew Wiggins Wiggins does. Andrew Andrew Wiggins, (laughs) the new face of the NBA. He's going to look the commissioner in the eye and say, I am going to really commit to defense now that the rapture has Uh, happened. Jokic makes the team now. Yeah, he does. How many spots is that? We put four Warriors on the All-Star team, right? <laughs> yeah, we did. We did. Okay. I'm not, I don't feel bad about it. I'm just... Uh, wait, did we put Paul George on the team or not? We did not. Paul George is on the team. Paul George is on the team. Leonard is on the team. Aldridge uh-huh. has been raptured. <laughs> We've got eight in the West right now. Um, we need oh, four more West. Paul Millsap. Oh, Street Paul. Paul, next year you got to get him hurt. in there. Yeah, Street Paul Paul. 
two Nuggets, two Blazers, two Clippers. Uh, did we put Jimmy Butler on the All-Star team? We did, we did put Jimmy okay. Butler on the All-Star so, team. But, but now they have their hero, Andrew Wiggins. Yeah. Um... <laughs> See, this is... This is where you start running out of guys. Lakers? So we have... Is anyone on the Lakers going to make the team? Brooke Lopez? Could Brooke no. Lopez make the team? No. Uh, I mean, Al Farouk Aminu, would he make the team? No. Oh, no, we only have two spots left. I know. I think Clint Capella goes here. Well, Clint Capella is making... We have a lot of centers on this team. Oh, we just <laughs> I, put Gasol, I... Gasol and Conley make the team. That's yeah, our 12. Yeah, we did that already, That's our 12. Right? Oh, well, that's, so are 12. We, that's our 12? That is our 12. Our 12 I gotta are... I got to say, that's not that bad. So, Marcus Gasol, Mike Conley, Andrew Wiggins, Kawhi Leonard, <laughs> <laughs> Nikola Jokic... Rudy Gobert, CJ McCollum, Damian Lillard, Blake Griffin, DeAndre Jordan. Uh, we have two more. Does Devin Booker make it? Yes. Oh, Wiggins and Booker. I think that's our team. Yeah. So I'm going to say. Oh, Millsap. Millsap, sorry. Oh, Who yeah, doesn't no, make so, it for Millsap? So, so Wiggins is out. You're saying Wiggins is out. <laughs> right? Isn't Booker better than Wiggins? Sure. I mean, I yeah. hate Devin Booker, but I think he's better than Andrew Wiggins. So, 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 just to recap again: Damian Lillard, C.J. McCollum, Blake Griffin, DeAndre Jordan, Kawhi Leonard, Devin Booker, Rudy Gobert, Nikola Jokic, um, Mike Conley, Marcus Gasol. <laughs> I can't. Oh, Clint Cape- did Clint Capella make it? I don't think he did. <laughs> We're all over the place with this, one. but that's not that bad a team. Is no, that's like a pre- other than whatever that Andrew Wiggins spot is. If we filled that, yeah, uh, that's a that's a standard All Star team. I would yeah. say it's not like a great one, but Andrew Wiggins a... will eventually make an All Star team too. He I did, don't think he's so. gonna do it. He's gonna do it. <laughs> um, but I would say that's a pretty, you know, that's a watchable Western Conference. Yeah. With Millsap, Millsap, it's just weird the teams that have two, like, multiple yeah. Rapture All-Stars. I'm really into that. It's like, well, Grizzlies, Nuggets, Blazers, and Clippers. <laughs> are well, the Clippers, stacked. one of those guys would have gotten raptured. And arguably, I would say... If they hadn't been hurt. Right. And, and with the Spurs, it's a little bit of a fluke. It really should be LaMarcus and not Kawhi, but yeah. LaMarcus is on a Comet now, so he can't play in the game. Sorry. All right. Now this is going to be rough. The, the East. Eastern Conference. Okay. Ben Simmons. Uh, no, the first guy is Gordon Hayward. Oh, okay. I think that's your best player in the Eastern Conference now. So, <laughs> Hayward, Simmons, Walker, Dro- Kemba Walker, Goran yeah. Drogic. Hassan Whiteside. Right. I think the Heat are like a oh yeah, like a seventy-five win team. Now, now. that Dion Waiters is, like <laughs> will have a fixed ankle, he's on the team. Uh, then you got Michael Beasley, Tobias. Harris. No, come on, dude. <laughs> Let's try and do this real. Okay. Um. Okay. Markinen? Does he make it? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> There's got to be some young guys in the East. I guess Mark and... <laughs> I mean, it's, if you're talking about young guys in the East, you have to put Jason Tatum on this All-Star team or uh, Jalen yeah. Brown. Okay. Yeah, I think... 
Oh, man. <laughs> Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, Terry Rozier, Marcus Smart. <laughs> now we're at I 10. mean, I think, though, the Celtics and the Heat are like... Oh, yeah. I mean... Did we put Kyle Lowry on the team? Oh, we did not. The Kyle East Lowry before? is going to be... Okay, so Kyle Lowry, I think, is actually the best player in the East now. Okay, okay. So Kyle Lowry, Gordon Hayward... Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're bummed out, aren't you? Yeah, no, Dragic, Dragic and Whiteside, Whiteside. Both the team. Um, Ben Simmons, Ben Simmons. Oh, Miles Turner. Okay. So you got six now. I know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's weird. The Pacers get an All Star either way. <laughs> They get, yeah, they get two. Uh, okay, here's a question. Yeah. Is uh, Otto Porter on this team? <laughs> I mean, it's possible. You know, the East's Andrew Wiggins. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Which which Celtics do you want to put on this team besides Hayward? Tatum. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's probably it. We put Horford on the... East team before we did. <laughs> I mean, Brown is close. I think. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, Tobias Harris is Tobias Harris an All Star? Is... I I don't see how anyone on the Orlando Magic. No, maybe Vucevic. <laughs> uh, anybody on the? Oh, Atlanta Aaron Hawks. Gordon. Aaron Gordon. Actually. Okay. I think Aaron Gordon is one of the best put twelve players in the best twelve players in the East in this scenario. Uh, like any... he's as good as Miles Turner. <laughs> All right, I think we have three more spots to fill, Joey. Okay. Is there a hawk on this team? No. Is there a bull? only Dennis Schroeder is almost there, but he was shaving points at one game. That's so... true. That's true. He's trying to tank and he can't. <laughs> Uh, Bulls. Anyone on the Bulls? We took Mir. I mean, the- Miritich got raptured. That's true. So no. I mean, Markkanen is probably close. <laughs> Weirdly, uh, is there a Buck? Would you put Chris Middleton? Oh, on this Jabari team? Parker. <laughs> Jabari Parker. <laughs> I'm gonna say I'm gonna over say Chris- Middleton or Bledsoe. No, I'm I'm gonna. Oh, uh, holy shit! Uh, I think. All three. All right, that's the rest of the team. Bledsoe, Parker, Middleton. Congratulations, Rapture NBA. So do you think it's a watchable league? I think... I think the West is watchable. Yeah. Um, so I The think Warriors are not, not good different. anymore. I'm going to no. say they're they're struggling a little bit with their I... macaw bell-led offense. Although Nick Young uh... might get a multi-year deal. Um, I do think that the, the Rockets are a year away from being super unwatchable as well. Because mm-hmm. they have Chris Paul, but like, how long is that going to last? Do you know what I mean? Oh yeah, that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> I would honestly be a little bit tempted to put Spencer Dinwiddie on the team. but <laughs> <laughs> Jeremy Lin? Is he a rapture all star? His ACL gets raptured, unfortunately. So. Oh, he'd be so mad if he didn't get raptured. 
D'Angelo Russell right on the no. verge. <laughs> Man. Well, this was, yeah. Um, so I think, I think, yeah, your new powerhouses are the Miami Heat and uh, the Portland Trailblazers, I think. Oh, and the San Antonio Spurs. But Pop probably gets raptured, so I don't know what happens. Becky Hammond oh, yeah, leads do them the to a title. Oh, yeah, do the get raptured? Um, I just think Becky Hammond leads the NBA, leads the Spurs to a so post-apocalyptic tight. title. Yeah, because Brad Stevens is getting raptured, too. So. <laughs> uh, wow. What a what a league. Um, but you know what? I'm going to say it's honestly not that different from being an NBA fan in like 2007. No, no, absolutely. Like those those <laughs> times when Paul Pierce and Antoine Walker made the conference finals and you're like, "What?" <laughs> <laughs> like I'd rather watch Damian Lillard and CJ McCollum than that. Well, 100%. Yeah. Uh, well, thank you for the question, and thank you for yeah. the support of the ghost of Don Pardo. And if anyone has any other questions, yeah, uh, please feel free to email us at roundrockpod at gmail.com, and we will answer them. Yeah. All right. Um, I've, I'm done talking about All-Stars. We can talk about the the real all-star game yeah there's next week <laughs> the picking is gonna be is like something people like in theory but it's not gonna be on tv so who yes, cares? It's stupid all right uh let's go to the news okay. uh sean phil jackson somehow still in the news did you know this i love it he made Lori markinen eat either raw fish or raw steak uh at his pre-draft meeting Oh, wow. Uh... So, first off, troubling thing about this. Why doesn't Lori Markinen know the difference between raw fish or raw steak? Those are not super close, I would say. I mean, unless it's ahi tuna, That's what visually I, was... I could... Maybe he just didn't eat it. But still. Know. Like, you can't... Wouldn't you and... maybe, like, smell it? Um... And this comes... Well, but... Like, real fresh fish doesn't smell like fish. He's from... So that's fair. But he's he's from Finland? Doesn't he eat a lot of fish there? Yeah, but it's, like, smoked and, like, fermented. So right? he was like, he was like, it could be caribou, it could be... <laughs> <laughs> it could be, um... What's that thing Han Solo cuts open and puts... Uh, a tauntaun, yeah. He, it could be tauntaun. Phil ja- if any NBA coach is going to make you eat a tauntaun, it's definitely Phil Jackson. Who would have just... <laughs> he wouldn't have sliced open the tauntaun. He would have just bullied the tauntaun until it committed suicide. He would have been like, oh, I don't like your tauntaun posse. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, so here's my first question for you, Sean. Uh-huh. Why? Cause, oh, because this comes hot off the heels of a story. Where Den- he made Dennis Smith eat an octopus tentacle yes. during his pre-draft meeting. Mm-hmm. So my question for you is, why did Phil Jackson insist on making draftees do fear factor challenges? Uh, I think I think I have an answer for this. You do? Yeah. He and Joe Rogan do DMT together all the time. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> anybody who's doing like enough intense psychedelics eventually gets to the fear factor place because you have to manage your fear. That whole show um, is like an ayahuasca trip, you know. You hallucinate, you do crazy things, you throw up. <laughs> that's all. That's what it is. Um. <laughs> Why doesn't is Phil would Phil Jackson be allowed to just smoke weed with a draftee? Is that against NBA rules? I think so. Yeah. So I feel like that would be what he it's, actually wants. It's definitely against Jeff Sessions' rules. That's true. Um, <laughs> Jeff Sessions I will not say, be raptured. I want Phil back in the league in some capacity. These stories are too good. Yeah. Like, they really fuel our round ball rock show. Uh, so more Phil Jackson, please. <laughs> could he? Could he somehow come back and have, like, a... Uh... No. Like a Jerry West on the Lakers role? No. Yeah, I guess... Magic I guess... doesn't want one. And honestly, honestly, Jay Moore still has season tickets, so he might not be allowed to <laughs> Did Ooh. he miss Kobe's jersey retirement, too? Yeah, he didn't come. Yeah, I think he of... sent a video. Yeah, he just didn't want to run into Gary unmarried. Yeah. <laughs> Morris divorced. Yeah. All right. Um... <laughs> Chuck uncucked. <laughs> um, all right. Let's talk about this bullshit. I don't really want to talk Look, about. It's a good Levar segue Ball! from. It's a good segue from the Lakers. <laughs> uh, Lavar Ball, Sean. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's all over the place. He's dissing Luke Walton. Yes. He said the Lakers no longer want to listen to or play for Luke Walton. Now, and then this comes hot off the heels of Andrew Bogut. Uh huh. Of all people, um, coming out in the media before he was cut, this happened. Yeah, exactly. uh, he said that the team wasn't getting along because nobody's sure. All they keep hearing about are all these big free agents getting signed, and they're not sure who's going to stay there, and it's terrible. And they've had what feels like eighteen team closed door team meetings they since then. A lot. Um. Am I missing some Lakers drama? It feels like I'm missing something. Well, Kentavious Caldwell Pope was in jail. Yeah, that well, wasn't no, but I mean related to this. It feels like I'm missing a beat of the uh, story. There was the guy they were going to sign who no, um, got sued that. for giving a woman an STD. Um, <laughs> not that. Not the Ron Mexico guy. Um, um, let's uh, see. Lonzo, oh, Lonzo said he'll play for anyone. Mm-hmm. Oh, Didn't Rick Carlisle got mad at ESPN, Donald Trump style, for even printing stories with LeVar Ball because yeah. Rick Carlisle is the president of the coaching uh, union, which, look, normally I side with Rick Carlisle, but come on, man. <laughs> oh, well, right? he's upset. Well, I would say I would yes want and less no. Less Lavar Ball, but also I would also like um, not to have the coaches decide what media can uh, who they can interview. I would say there were also there were rumors that coaches were going to like shut out have, ESPN reporters. They were going to have ESPN report. No, any reporter I think that interviewed Lavar Ball, they were going to strip their uh, their credentials. I don't know, man. The world is a vampire. 
Billy Corgan was correct. I think Steve Kerr had the best point where he criticized ESPN for laying off really competent basketball writers like Ethan Sherwood Strauss mm-hmm. and Mark Stein in favor of sending a guy to Lithuania to cover a carnival league. Well, to be fair, I think that guy they sent was a rash Markazi. Oh. Um, so... <laughs> I probably shouldn't say that. Anyway. No, he's there to take pictures of a lot of weird Lithuanian food. He gets the scoops, um, buddy. Uh, what's okay, going on so, with the Lakers? So here's, Let's just talk about this. Okay. Um, I, I think that what Bogut said about the free agents is probably completely accurate. 100%. Because, because the okay, who are the Lakers building around? Who are their prospects? They have... Brandon Ingram and Lonzo Ball. Lonzo and Ball. Kyle Kuzma, who might, let's be honest, might be on that Rapture All-Star team. <laughs> you never know. I mean, he would definitely probably win the... I think he would win the Rapture fan... The post-Rapture fan vote. Yeah. According to, because he's like seventh in the voting now. Kyle Kuzma? <laughs> yeah, I think so. Wow. Kyle Kuzma Kyle. among the Western Conference front court. He's eighth. He's just behind Carmelo Anthony and just ahead yeah. of Carl Anthony Towns. And you know what? Aldridge. That's a very, um, that's a move of the guy who Kyle Kuzma reminds me of the most. And that is Antoine Jameson. Oh. That's exactly the spot he would be in. <laughs> Yeah. Laker great Antoine Jameson. Also uh, Cavs great. Cavs great. Uh, <laughs> Clippers. Clipper. He was okay as a Clipper. Was he a Clipper? He was a Clipper. I don't remember Antoine he Jameson He was a good Clippers. He was a mid-2000s Eastern Conference All-Star. Of course, he ended up with yeah. Doc Rivers eventually. Well, you know, he. I believe he and were he and Karan Butler on the same bench squad. Um... Wait, was he on the bench squad with who? Sorry. Karan Butler. Was Doc trying to I... recreate that Wizards team? You <laughs> might be right about that. Uh, I think he was... Was Hito a reserve on that team? God, what a team. I don't know. We don't need to talk about that. Anyway, let's Sorry. talk about the Lakers. That literally... I don't want to talk about LeVar Ball so much. I would rather go through old Clipper rosters. Yeah. Um, they had Hito and Steven Jackson, but they did not have Karan Butler. Okay. And they had Sasha Vujicic. What a team. <laughs> Big Baby. Danny Granger. I, this, I don't remember this Clipper Ryan team Ryan Anyway, it's stop incredible. it. Stop it. Darren Collison. <laughs> um, okay, I think Andrew Bogut is completely right in this situation. I know. That's the only time... I would ever say that too, because because the Lakers, all their prospects, kind of play the same position. You have Ingram, Randall, Larry Nance, and Kuzma, uh, Kuzma, and the guy who is most likely to come to the Lakers is a small forward named Paul George. Mm-hmm. So, and also a small forward. They they want another small forward named LeBron James. Yeah. So, um, and. Everybody on the team right now is essentially in a contract year except for Ingram, Ball, and Kuzma. Because even though their contracts aren't up, like, everybody's on the trading block. Mm-hmm. And I think it's really... I think you want, like, a few guys who are playing for a contract. Mm-hmm. You just can't have everybody playing for a contract. But also just, like, 
A, how good should they be? Not think, very good. Yeah. I mean, well, what's really weird is I every time I watch them, mm-hmm. I feel like they're best players. Uh-huh. Uh, other, okay, I guess a month ago, Brandon Ingram started playing really well. Mm-hmm. But aside from that, I always felt like their best players were uh, Randall and Clarkson, who were both guys they were trying to get rid of. Mm-hmm. And that seems like a, like a very, I'm going to say it, it seems like a very early 2000s Warriors move. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it might be because Kyle Kuzma reminds me of Antoine Jameson <laughs> right, right. that I'm saying that, but mm-hmm. it doesn't seem sustainable. It seems like it reminds me of, you know who Clarkson and Randall are? They are uh, Larry Hughes and Mark with a C Jackson. Uh, oh yeah. <laughs> I guess. I guess. And I would Larry s- Nance is Bobby Sura. Yeah. So they <laughs> they just have a bunch of guys that are famous for being on the Lakers and got to play a lot because they were on a terrible team. And I think it's very mm-hmm. hard to judge whether Larry Nance is any good at all, for example. I mean, he's certainly good at dunking on people. Yeah. I will give him that. But, like, what's what's the... I, I guess the other thing I would say is I don't necessarily think the Lakers are underachieving that much. No. They're going to win 30 games. They're the 14 problem... and 27, and that Here be... is weirdly the problem. <laughs> okay. Everyone would be talking about how Luke Walton is dope, except for the fact that every year they've started so hot. Oh, right, right. <laughs> and then it's like, oh, man, Luke Walton is dog shit. He couldn't keep them at 10 and 6 or whatever. <laughs> but every single year, that's how the season begins, where you're like, yeah. oh, oh, like, like narrowly beat the phoenix suns beat like they won a couple overtime games and so the best the point when the lakers looked the best this year what's their like high watermark record wise i think they were 10 and 6 or 10 and 5 they were definitely not 10 and 5 they were 5 and (laughs) 5 and then they've been 8 and 10 that's about okay 8 and 10 8 and 10 and then since they were 8 and 10 they they went six and seventeen, but they've won three games in a row actually. So well, since their closed door team meeting, since their closed door team meeting, they beat the Spurs. They beat. They won home games against Atlanta and Sacramento and the Spurs. I mean, it's gonna get bad because they have a lot of road games to go, but they're gonna end up winning thirty games. The problem is. With the exception of Brooke Lopez, who has only been on dog shit teams for four years anyway, there's no adults in the room. No, that's true. Like, Luol Deng has been on vacation all season. Yeah, he never plays. Andrew Bogut, no one likes Andrew Bogut. Yeah. And then they cut him. And Brooke Lopez is a veteran, kind of, but he's also on a one-year deal. Right. So, but and also he's, you know, this is this is the Nets. He's used to this. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, like what what wisdom is he bringing them? To him, like this is the NBA. He's like, yeah, you play with guys who are all or you talk ten about, years, you talk ten about, years younger than you. And, you talk um, about deleted scenes from Pixar movies that you got on the Criterion Collection. <laughs> You go to Not Scary Farm every night. There's not a game. <laughs> on the plus side, on the plus side, Sean. Yeah. Uh, the Lakers totally are going to have a good draft pick this summer, so it's oh, no big deal, right? Joey, Joey, they what? They're not going to get their draft pick this year. What? <laughs> it's currently going to the Celtics, but I believe it will end up going to the Sixers. They will not be one of the five worst teams in the league. But yeah, like like I they're wait they're not one of the five worst teams in the league. Are they're sure currently one of the five worst teams in the league. Yeah, I'm they're saying... gonna keep that. That they're gonna stay there. But the 100%. Sixers get the pick if it's not two through five. Oh right. Yeah, they lose the pick no matter what. Wait, the Sixers? I thought the Celtics get it if it's two through five. The Celtics get it if it's two through five. If it's not two through five, the Sixers get it. God, it would I'm be saying... so tight if it was the number one pick. Oh, oh, I love that so much. That would be the best scenario. Fuck the Celtics and the Lakers. Oh, baby. And reward Embiid. Mm, mm, <laughs> mm. Please be the number one pick. <laughs> um, but also, like, there's just outsized attention to the Lakers where Lonzo Ball is like, fine. He's a rookie, you know? Yeah, he's a very standard rookie. I just don't know uh, what they think. He has his ups and his downs. I don't know what they think they're going to do this summer, though, because I would be... I don't know why LeBron would want to come. Look, we've been talking about this. He's going to I the Knicks, either. baby, so that'll be great. Oh, dude, he's going to the Sixers. <laughs> the Sixers are getting the number one pick and LeBron James, dude. That would be so great. <laughs> the, uh, the other funny thing about the Sixers getting the number one pick is, like, isn't... Aren't all the number one guys supposed to be like bigs again? <laughs> it's like Bagley and uh, uh, DeAndre Ayton. What about that... Trey Young, dude? I mean, Trey Young is like good. He's like Steph Curry, though. It's like, can well... you take that guy number one? <laughs> I mean, look, you you need a shooter to play alongside Marco Fultz, right? <laughs> oh. <laughs> He's Fultz is going to be fine. I'm, I'm sticking to that. I'm sticking to that. I Fultz saw a video of him shooting today. Oof. <laughs> that still looks real bad. All right. Uh, Sean, we've been going an hour already. So, so yeah. here's what we're going to do. We're yeah. going to go. We're going to do a break and then we're going to do two more news stories and then we're going to get the fuck out of here. OK, sounds good. Sounds good. Uh, OK, so we have we do have an ad read today. Uh, we've got a new sponsor for this week. As an NBA fan, I'm very excited. It is a new book about Lakers power forward A.C. Green. He was an NBA champion. He was an all star. And for his entire career, he was a virgin. And now he has finally come out with a book about his wedding night. It's called Seven Seconds or Less. And you can learn how AC used his experience as a Showtime Laker on the break to finish fast and finish hard. You can hear how Pat Riley referred to premature ejaculation as the disease of me. And he also gives performance tips to the readers like think about Vladi Divac naked to last longer and wear a pair of Rambus goggles just in case. Seven Seconds or Less, now available in bookstores. It's the best 12-page basketball book of all time. So thank you, Seven Seconds or Less. Thank you, AC Green. Sean, I don't think Dubaru's going to like that. What? 
Um, okay. Let's let's talk about another guy we constantly talk about. Yeah. Uh, Kyrie Irving. Yes. He had a flat earth update today. I haven't yes. read this story yet. <laughs> Sean, you want to walk us through this? Yeah, so he was on, of course, J.J. Reddick's podcast. Let's, let's bring up J.J. Reddick's residency thing real quickly right now. J.J. Reddick plays for the Philadelphia 76ers, but lives in Brooklyn. And he... He drives 100 miles every day? I get it. Every time there's a practice or a game. <laughs> this why? is asinine behavior. Wait, it's... why does he live in Brooklyn? Is like is, I don't know. Are, are the only podcast studios on the <laughs> East Coast located in Brooklyn, New York? I guess you have to podcast. Is that what that Zach Braff show is going to be about? <laughs> Did he crowd, crowdfund that one? No. Uh, <laughs> it's. I think it's an NBC show about a podcaster. Have you not seen this trailer yet <laughs> for this not. Zach Braff show? It's like his his Marin? No, it's, it's a... It, oh, man, I can't believe I started talking about this. It is a sitcom based on a podcast. So I believe it's the first podcast to sitcom uh, television show, right? There hasn't been one of those yet. Marin? Right? They haven't, but that... Marin was like a... I guess. But anyway, it is sort of like Marin, yeah. It's based on... A, that guy Alex Bloomberg from Gimlet Media it's quitting an Alex, his job. It's an Alex Bloomberg-based podcast? Where... Yeah, it's called, like, Just Alex. Uh, that is... I mean, the podcast <laughs> is called Startup, I believe, but the show is called Just Alex, and Zach Braff plays Alex Bloomberg. Oh, it's called Alex Inc. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> that is so strange. terrible. Given right, how, anyway. given what we've, oh, okay. Anyway, Braff. Well, have you? And you know what? Have I you heard that? Right po- have you heard the podcast startup? It'll change no, your life. But I do like. I do. <laughs> I oh, it's Alex Schumann. It's not Alex Bloom. Okay. Oh, okay. okay great. Thank God. Oh no, it is Alex right. Bloomberg. No, it's Alex Bloomberg. God yeah. damn it! No, I'm pro Alex Bloomberg. I love that guy. I want to say that. Yeah. Right. Right off the bat. Thumbs up. Liked your work on NPR. Like your work at Gimlet Media. Do not like Zach Braff. All right. Anyway, uh, if any network executives are out there and want to turn Round Ball Rock into a sitcom, feel free. Mm-hmm. I mean, you have to pay us money, but yeah. Uh, Who do you want to play you in that podcast, Joey? Ooh, um, Denzel Washington. Great. I want Brad Pitt. Or uh, <laughs> David Mitchell, the start of that that the star of that Mitchell and Webb look. Yeah, I do think uh, Josh Gad will play Dave Schilling. All yeah. right, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Dubaru, he's a crazy neighbor that comes that lives next door that mm. I go to for advice. Yeah, he'll um, be played by Michael Rappaport. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Don't do that to Dubaru. Okay, you know Casey Affleck. No, that's even no. worse. Oh no! I didn't mean for it to be that Dubaru, bad. Dubaru, let us know who you want to play uh, you on this show. Anyway, uh, anyone else? Genial Black Man, Adam Terry, SF <laughs> Jeff, uh, Adrian Escalera, yeah, Christine Diamato. Please let us know <laughs> all who of our fans. You're casting, who, yeah. Who you, yeah, who you want to play you on this sitcom that 
will probably never exist. Um, <laughs> anyway, Kyrie Irving was on the JJ Reddick podcast. Yeah, he finally gave out the truth about uh, where he got his theory that the world was flat. Um, he says, here's a quote. When I said it, though, I had been watching a whole bunch of Instagram videos, meaning, like, I had these specific pages on Instagram that were, like, the truth given to you, and videos like, this is the flat earth, and the horizon evens out only on flat earth, and I was just, like, I didn't do as much research as I had to in order to say something like that, because I was just ready to blurt it out, like, flat earth, man, it's a conspiracy theory, they want to get us, and when you start thinking about it, it's just, like, the actual intent behind it was just, like, do your own research. You know what I mean? And that's it. A lot of the things that were just told to me, I was just like, oh, okay. They'll give you stuff on the government, like geoengineering and chemtrails and everything else, and it just makes you think. And that was the beautiful thing about it, is that it actually made me think. You know, it made me think twice about shit. Here's what I'm going to say about this. It does not seem like it made him think very much. It doesn't seem like he put a lot of thought into this at all. Also, he's especially like... They'll give you stuff about chemtrails. Who's giving you stuff about chemtrails? I mean, chemtrails are sliding into his DMs, dude. <laughs> the CIA. The CIA is giving Kyrie Irving chemtrails. Um, oh, boy. Um, here's what I want to say about this. Mm-hmm. Kyrie Irving, get off your phone, man. Yeah, yeah dude, like, <laughs> re- read a book. I know he doesn't believe in getting information from books, but he does believe in getting information from conspiracy YouTube accounts and, I guess, Instagram? I don't. Even, I didn't even know that Instagram was a hotbed for conspiracy theory. I mean, come on. It's a hotbed for everything. Also, it, they want to get us. Bed. It's a thought bed. Um... <laughs> Do you mean okay. for thoughts or for that hoe over there bed? That hoe over there okay. is the joke yeah. I was trying to make. <laughs> anyway. Um... <sighs> the thing I have a problem with here is this is a classic Donald Trump pivot from Kyrie Irving. Yeah. Uh, because it before his story was, I wanted to fuck with the media. Uh-huh. But now it's like, yeah, I saw this on Instagram, JJ. Yeah. Um, what is, I got embarrassed. Which is it, Kyrie? Which is it? <laughs> I initially got embarrassed and lied, and then it turned out that other idiots on the internet backed me up, so now I'm going to admit that I actually do think that the Earth is flat. Yeah. So, uh... Enjoy that, ra- city of Boston. <laughs> yeah. Roundball Rockers, uh... Please join hashtag the resistance against Kyrie Irving. <laughs> hashtag call your reps. Um... In this case, your reps are David West and um, uh, uh, David Fisdale. That's so true. please yeah. call, them call them and end the scourge of Kyrie Irving yeah. uh, lying to the media. Call Brad and by Stevens, the media, too. I mean J.J. J. J. Reddick. Yeah. All right. Um, <laughs> all right. We got time for one more news story, Sean. Okay. Which one do you want to do? Let's do Serge Ibaka trying to fight James Johnson. Why is everyone trying to fight Serge Ibaka all the time? <laughs> it happens constantly, and I don't... It happens two to three times a year, I feel like. Yeah. Robin Lopez actually punched him two years ago. Or uh, was that last year? I think James Johnson hit him in the face this week. 
It looks oh, like James Johnson landed a punch to the jaw. And James Johnson is legit. He's like uh He is he's an undefeated like the new Jerry Stackhouse. He's 20 and 0 as a professional kickboxer. Yeah. Uh and and that was like before he got in really good shape. Yeah, before the heat made him lose cut weight. But, but before the heat made him cut weight. Yeah, they they had him spitting into a cup and just body as they body <laughs> shame their players. So he got a suspension. Um no, I mean he he hit him in the face. So I don't know why I just don't know why he did that. What is it about Serge Ibaka that makes people punch him in the face? Is it like he's tall? Uh, he's he very must... handsome. He is really good looking. Is that it? Is it a? Uh, is it jealousy? <laughs> but I think Serge Ibaka started this fight. Serge Ibaka always starts these fights. <laughs> uh, he said that. During a game, his, emo- his emotions can lead to bad reactions, and he's not proud of that. Uh, he also got into a fight with a team staff member this year. Jesus. Serge Ibaka? I mean, I think he just yelled at them. But, we missed uh, that story. <laughs> he got a, a one-game suspension. Um, yeah, he like fought Here's... a team staff member, and Masai suspended him for a game. Here's who Serge Ibaka should avoid. Yeah. Uh, Bobby Portis. Oh, my God. (laughs) Yeah, oh, my God. When do the Raptors play the Bulls again? (laughs) This is like appointment television. (laughs) It's going to be better than McGregor Mayweather. Uh... (laughs) I absolutely agree. Man, I'm really excited about this now. Because Ibaka now two fighting suspensions on the season, which is kind of a lot. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I would say so. He's got the rematch with James Johnson coming up on uh, Martin Luther King Day, so that's nice. Mm. That's a nice time for that. To I, ha- I have a dream that these two men will fight at center court <laughs> yeah. at 1 p.m. on a Monday. <laughs> Joey, this is... This is a giant disappointment. Uh, what? It does not look like the Raptors are going to play the Chicago Bulls again this year. Oh, that's, oh no, no, well, no. That's... I'm sorry. I'm oh. sorry. Am I wrong about this? Sorry. Uh, is there another game? They play them on Valentine's Day. Oh, perfect. Yes. Me, okay. me and my lover will sit down <laughs> to watch it. <laughs> That'll be special. Um, all He's right. gonna get I... hit right in the kisser. Go, go! All right, Sean, what do you want to plug? That's our show. Okay, uh, the business is on Monday nights at Little Joy in Echo Park. You also watch the Everything Report three times at least a week on Instagram. Back from our break today, check it out at the Everything Report and uh, Yard Barker Columns. I'll be writing about the NFL playoffs for the next couple of weeks, so check that out. Ooh, that's boring. Um, give me one second. Sure. Um, I got a new phone, and I don't have Frankie Muniz uh, bookmarked anymore. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter, as always, at Frankie Muniz, where I got a new phone and I can't find the tweets. So 
just just know I I probably tweeted some wild shit about Joe Arpaio yesterday. Yeah, he is. Uh, well, can I can I just say special shout out to um to Frankie Muniz this week celebrating the 18 year anniversary of Malcolm in the Middle and the one year anniversary of Astro Lasso, which is uh, the band that <laughs> the Frankie. So happy anniversary to Frankie, to Brian, to Reese, to Dewey, and to Astro Lasso. <laughs> So uh, yeah, you can at Astro Lasso. There is it at Astro Lasso. Yeah, they they didn't have to add band. Astro Lasso. How many followers do you think they have on Twitter, Joey? Um, it's twelve hundred. <laughs> oh, the best man. tweet. The best tweet from Noel at Noel Remy two. Happy birthday, Malcolm and and Astro Lasso. And there's a weird space in the middle of Malcolm and and. <laughs> Um, all right, so this episode ended weird. Um, <laughs> uh, we'll be back next week with a couple episodes, oh, yeah. uh, including Jamel one Johnson. with Jamel Johnson. Yeah. Uh, on Deck is coming, so we're having a member of On Deck on, as always. Yeah. Uh, trust the process. Trust the process. Shut it down. Let's figure out how to find Frankie Muniz's Twitter on my new phone. <laughs> Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free. Or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.